I'm Mitch. I'm Keith. And this, and this is, is Layman's Term Podcast. Where a couple of lay people, not, not clergy, discuss where life and faith intersect. We're glad you joined us. Uh, today we're talking about uh, transcendence. Kind of that concept of growing in faith. And specifically, we're talking about growing in our ability to forgive, forgiveness. We've we've talked about in the last couple of weeks, we've talked about um, vengeance, the desire, the human desire and emotion for vengeance, and how vengeance is God's to enact, not ours. So uh, releasing that vengeance. Uh, last week, we talked about uh, obedience and obeying God's command to uh, to forgive, to mm-hmm. forgive others, obeying that command, being obedient to God in in our humanness, our desire to to be right, our desire to be justified, uh, worldly, our desire to be um, uh, to to be superior to our enemies. And yeah, and we kind of talked about a scale, right? So yeah, the the first week, you know, a couple weeks ago, we talked about vengeance and and moving past that. That's like the bottom of the scale. Where bottom you want, rung, you know, ladder. right? Bottom rung of the ladder where you want you want to enact, you know, vengeance on people. You release that, so you you kind of move down that scale to obedience, where um, maybe you don't really want to to forgive somebody, but yeah. you do. And that's kind of that that middle rung of the scale, and so today we're talking about that that transcendence portion, that end of the scale, which is like the next five hundred rungs on that very long ladder. <laughs> yeah. In, in, in pursuit, the first two was so easy. First was like rung one and two, and then there's this vast uh, middle ground because what we're going to talk about today is. That end goal. Last week we kind of hit it on uh, fake it till you make it. Fake we're gonna di- dive in a little bit more on that. That uh, our belief as lay people, um, you know, God is totally cool with fake it till you make it because here, here's making it right. Yeah. Um, if we're living out a life modeled after Jesus, or we're living out a life uh, modeled after Christ, our pursuit of Christ likeness, our pursuit of acting as though Christ were acting through us. Uh, Here's your imagery. Christ is on the cross, dying. Final words. Um, it's wrapping up. It's he's been treated horrifically. Horrific. Um, the ones that put him physically onto the cross, where he is suffocating to death, it, they're they're dividing up his clothes with a method of gambling, mm-hmm. um, and. His quote is, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. Forgive them. Man, ultimate transcendence right there. Asking in the the moment of the most horrific, excruciating. Mm -hmm. uh, Actually, that word comes from crucifixion. A little nugget for you. Excruciating um, is, is, is a word that we, that was birthed out of crucifixion mm-hmm. um i knew that i know but our listeners may be oh yeah that's uh, true. hopefully they're lay people like us and that's a little <laughs> they're like, like whoa i did not know that, that. Is a nugget write that down um tuck that away in the old <laughs> noggin um anyway in that excruciating moment of i i don't know that there's ever been a worse situation in human history um that that's where that's where Christ is calling us to, to ask forgiveness for those 
could have hurt us, wronged us, um, in all sorts of in all sorts of ways to um, be looking out for them in the eyes of the Lord. Yeah, and I, I think it's I think it's important to to note that it's not forgive and forget, right? You don't you don't you're not forgiving somebody with the you know, with the thought process that you're just gonna forget what happened and move past it, right? Like you're still it still affects you. It still potentially can affect your your personality, how you handle situations, right? Depending on on how bad, you know, you, you know, the, the the trauma was. And so um you know I think I think that it's it's easier to forgive somebody that uh rear ends you. Yeah. Right, like in your car, you're like, oh, you know, you just yeah, got your car. I got insurance. Yeah, I got insurance, right? Or or some kids egg your house or something, right? Like, really, that's that's kind of the easy forgiveness portion, right? It's it's really the the stuff that, um, you know, like a like a close friend or a loved one betrayal, deep, betrayal, deep, deep wounds deep, deep of betrayal. betrayal, yeah, and. You know, it's it's those kinds of trauma that I think are are the hardest to forgive because in some cases you you think that by forgiving that person you're telling them it was okay. You're you're, you're telling them it was okay. Yeah, number one, you're saying like you know I forgive you uh, because I I understand why you did that, right? Like no, that's not that's not it. Um, you know, in, in, in that forgiveness, you think then that everything's going to be okay between you two Mm -hmm. and that may not be either. Right. So, um, but I I do want to talk about an interesting thought, which is, um, and this has happened to, to me, to people around me, I'm sure it's happened to you in, in your life. But when you, when you approach somebody with forgiveness and you, you know, one, you forgive them in your heart, right? But then you go and you you, you want to kind of maybe mend that relationship and you tell them. And then what do you do when they don't recognize that what they did hurt you? Yeah. Right? Or Yeah. Or, or they're like, or you get that, 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 the look on their face that's like, why did you let that bother you? Yeah. Whoa! Why, yeah. Why are you so sensitive? Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and that's happened to me in my life, right? Um, and I, 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 you know, I'll, I'll tell, I'll tell a story from my childhood. Um, I had a best friend. I won't name him, but you know who you are. And uh, it was like kindergarten or like maybe I was four or something, right? And I went over to his house uh, to play. And he came to the door with one of the neighbors who was like my arch enemy. Oh, no. Right? Okay. And he looked at me and he says, I'm sorry, I can only have one friend over at a time. Crushed me. Crushed. I mean, crushed me. Ran home. Uh, I was under the kitchen table crying my eyes out. You know, my my mom's like, what happened? What happened? What happened? What happened? Can't tell her just because I'm crying. And so I tell her. And, of course, you know. Uh, my protective mom's like, I'll handle this, right? I'm like, no, no. So we both walk over there, and she, she goes, she, she, you know, 
gets his mom or whatever and says, hey, did you, did you tell him you only have one friend over at a time? And she's like, no, he can have as many people over as he wants, right? And so the kids stay in there and, you know, my mom tells her what happened and she looks at this unnamed individual who ought to know who they are if they listen to this podcast. And like, why did you say that? And he's like, I don't know. I just didn't feel like playing with him. Like, no concept that what he would say would hurt my feelings. Because obviously, I guess I felt like I was a better friend to him than he felt like he was to me, right? And so, like, it crushed me even further. Well, maybe he felt, you know, and yet, like, the thought process, this juvenile thought process. Yeah. Maybe he thought, you couldn't handle the truth. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You can't handle the truth. Yeah. No, so, you know, uh, it's like those moments, right, where, where... you know, you, you go to like try to try to work it out and they're like, nah, I, I didn't. Why did you take offense to that? I just don't re- want to play with you. You realize you're the only one who's been working it out. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was I was reminded um, we're kind of prepping for this and talking. Uh, there's this it, I think it kind of applies here. Uh, you can look it up. It's the Zagarnik effect. Don't ask me to spell it. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, some psychologists somewhere where names are Zagarnik. <laughs> like maybe somewhere in Europe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, or anywhere in the United States. Uh, but I think it's older than that. Uh, but uh, the psychology of the brain works more on uncompleted tasks. Oh, okay. So, so if, if we're, um, if we're at odds, mm-hmm. On something, and maybe you just come out victorious, right? Whatever it is, right? Uh, deciding, deciding where where staff's gonna eat lunch oh. together today, right? And I was like, really, really, really wanted yeah. wanted um, Flinton, not a sponsor, should be. Um, <laughs> and you wanted Jimmy John's, and uh, we ended up with Jimmy John's, and I was I I hold that, um, I hold on to that loss mm. in my brain. Works on works what I said then to get yeah. my and if you, point across. And if you kind of look at that, like, why on earth, if you were like Team Jimmy John's, mm-hmm. right? Hey, let's go to Jim John's. I'm like, okay, yeah, let's do that. And then we go. You're like, I mean, why would you hold on to that mm-hmm. beyond lunch? Like, mm-hmm. got mm-hmm. your way, everything worked, you know? So oftentimes, I think in the forgiveness loop, those that we feel wronged us have no clue yeah that we took a situation as a slight yeah or as a, and and so because their brain's been working on it and, and so i guess part of my point is this is that you don't have to tell the person that you forgive them correct right because unless, know, unless it's a unless it's a real mutual Like, you know, mutually, you know, maybe you hurt them and then they hurt you and then you hurt them and then they hurt you. Unless there's a mutual reconciliation that needs to happen. Right. Oftentimes, I think what we're saying is sometimes the most important reconciliation is between you and God and what you're holding against your fellow humanity. Exactly. And I think I think with the example of 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 Christ on the cross is that he didn't he didn't. Hey, hey guys, hey guys, don't worry. You you guys don't know what you're doing. I'm going to ask God for forgiveness for you. And they were like, oh, shoot. We really messed up. We're sorry, Jesus. Bring bring him down. 
Yeah. Right? Like it wasn't it wasn't like that. He just he released his right to retribution. Like he went through the whole process, but like really quickly, right? Because that's just who he was. He didn't, you know, he didn't forgive them because he felt like he had to or whatever. That was just who he was as a person, right? And so um, you know, maybe these people didn't even hear him, right? Say yeah. It. And and here's a crazy thing to think about. Jesus in his fully human, fully divine nature recognized that he's he in that moment he was leaving the the earthly worldly self mm-hmm. behind. But he was recognizing that those he's asking forgiveness for have the rest of their life in maybe Zagarnik effect, right? Like th- the loop of this situation that they're living in right now. Like, yeah, I don't know. Do you, do you think, do you think Romans at the time really understood what they were doing? I mean, I would say Pontius Pilate probably did. Do you think maybe a couple days later when the tomb was empty, they may or may have been a little bit of, this is hey another podcast for another this is time. definitely a, a podcast for another time but I, I would I would I would probably argue that there's some individuals in the in the story of Jesus that probably realize it you know um you know Nicodemus probably realized what was going on you could probably say Pontius Pilate even even did because he didn't he didn't want to he left it up to the you know he left it up to the people to decide whether to free Jesus or or the thief right or the thief right and so, like, they, you know, he kept giving the people or even the Sanhedrin a, a, a choice to not go through with it, right? And then, yeah. you know, he ended up doing it to, to, to kind of keep the peace. But I definitely probably would say he probably thought about it for a long time afterwards, right? And that, that kind of loop of, man, man, I shouldn't have done that. What, what could I have done differently, right? Um, so yeah, that's an interesting yeah. and thought. and hey, if you want to um, dive into more scripture and research as well, um, yeah, this is a um, fulfilling a prophecy of them casting lots for his clothes uh, back from yeah. Isaiah, I believe. So mm-hmm. start at the beginning, of Isaiah, read through it, and see where you come across this because I can't tell you where to find it. <laughs> um, and it may not even be Isaiah. I, it could I'm be pretty pretty good. Hey, pretty. as a layman, I think there's a good shot. Ninety um, plus. Mm. <laughs> hey, but you you had a you had an interesting thought too about a lot of times we're talking about forgiving other people, right? Yeah. But what about forgiving yourself? I think that's huge. I think it's harder. I think one of the craziest things um, to think about with forgiveness when you put it in terms of apology, and I'm going to circle back to this forgiving yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Um, is there's this juxtaposition between what you mentioned earlier about forgiveness means everything's okay now. Right. Um, Which is, I mean, not like forgiveness equates to an apology that equates to what I did didn't hurt you or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And and that's where we get super confused. And this happens at early age, right? Like, apologize to your brother. Sorry. Yeah. Right. Like, oh, that. Oh, yeah. That, sure. that fixed it. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you punched him in the nose. It still hurts, <laughs> yeah. right? Getting punched in the nose still hurts. Whether so, sorry isn't some miracle um, turn back time, mm-hmm. uh, but the most 
uh, interesting thing I've read on this. I read on the wall of the Jimmy John's. Second Jimmy John's shout out. Um, but it says... They're they, not a sponsor. They're not. They should be. They should be. Um, that, oh, pursue that. Uh, so it's about apologies and what a proper proper apology is. And it's like three parts. It's like, first, I was wrong. Right? I was wrong. I recognize it. I hurt you. I'm sorry. And I won't do it again. Yeah. So three parts. Wrong. Wrong. Sorry. Sorry. Won't do it again. Won't do it again. And whenever we're apologizing to ourselves, I think sometimes we leave. Then don't do it again. When we're forgetting. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. When we're forgiving yeah. ourselves. Yeah. Right? Like, I think that's the... It's the like, har- the I'm hardest, really going to work out today. The hardest part is truly forgiving ourselves. Yeah. Because what we'll do is we'll do this... This... Dance. This pathetic child, weak brother apology. Mm, I agree with that. Darn it. I, I so, completely agree with that. We'll be a dirt bag. <laughs> we'll dirt need bag. to forgive ourselves and we'll say, sorry. Sorry, but we're still a dirt bag. But we're still a dirt bag. <laughs> Not transcendent. Uh, yeah. I, the important thing is faking it till you make it. And the hard thing to swallow is making it is where Jesus was on that cross. And the forgiveness he extended. So yeah. that's that's where we're called to aspire to be. That's where we're called to journey. That's the million rung ladder. Um, yeah, it's okay to come up short of that as long as that's where we're yeah we're going. And I, I think that um, there's an important kind of sub sub text to this, which is that you know we don't we don't want to we don't want to say. You know, we don't want the quote to be, um, well, you know, if somebody hurts you, just forgive them because it's what Jesus would have done. You just just follow the Bible, right? Because it's it's so much so much more complicated than just a simple equation, right? Yeah. You get hurt, forgive them, move on. Um, and I think that too often we um, sometimes we parent that way. Mm-hmm. You know, where a kid hurts another kid, to your point, and we're like, apologize to your brother. Now go to your room. And then we we think it's over, but it's not, you know. And I think we do that, too, with our with our friends and our family where, you know, our, our friend is hurt by something and they come and tell you. And you're like, well, just you just need to get over that, right? I mean, I've, I've done it. Oh, yeah. Because to you, it doesn't. It's like, I don't even know what, in your brain, you're like, I don't even know why you're hurt like that. Like, well, yeah, because that's the, that's the third party to the Zagarnik effect right, exactly. of, of hurtness, right? Um, and when you guys get into research the Zagarnik effect, because I know you will, it's also like... I feel like it starts with a Z. It does. It starts with a Z. Z-U? Yeah. Z-U-R? G. I think there's some letters with some interesting additional symbols above them. Oof. You know, those things. The little dots. Maybe some dots, maybe yeah. some lines or dashes. Okay. Not sure, but I think some of that's in there. I'm a visual learner, um, so I've seen it. Um, I've, so anyway, when you if you go out and research this, it's not. This isn't a specific psychology related to forgiveness and sure. interpersonal trauma, right? Um, it's also like. Um, you didn't fully unload the dishwasher, right? Like. Your brains. Oh, my dishwasher is never hey, fully unloaded. It's where it's where it's the reason 
TV shows leave you hanging before commercials. Right. Your brain's going to want you to think about it until your, next week. So the TV show wants your th- brain to work about it so that you don't change the channel. The commercials would really prefer that your brain wasn't working on it and focused on the commercial. Mm. But they know they got half your attention. Yeah. Because you didn't change the channel. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So I, I think I think that's a good I mean, I think that's a good um, you know, series of and and to kind of wrap wrap it up a little bit. Um where where are you on the scale, you know, of of vengeance, obedience, and this kind of idea of of transcending through not wanting to forgive to it becomes more natural, a natural reaction to things after you've metabolized the hurt, right? Or the 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 thing. How do you naturally transcend into into forgiveness? So Yeah, how do you get to that point where Jesus is where that metabolism was instantaneous? Instantaneous. Oof, probably never. Uh, we probably not, but that's where we're that's called where we, to aspire to be. To be. Uh, well, uh, that's it for this week. I'm Mitch. And this is Keith. And you're listening to Layman's Stern Podcast. Thanks for joining us. See you.